Thanks for listening to For Crying Out Loud on Podcast One. Hey, we have a great show for you today. Oh, yeah. We talked about – I got possibly got myself in trouble. Yeah. With That was a one crazy of my story. Crazy. Yeah. And we talked about um, our exercise routines. Yes. But first – Stephanie inspired me. Uh, but first, did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of the money Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your dog to make you breakfast in bed? As nice as that sounds, it's probably never going to happen. But at least there's never been a better time to switch to GEICO. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit GEICO.com to learn more. Hey, everyone. It's Brennan Taylor. You may have seen me on YouTube or even your television. Well, I'm starting a podcast called Sus. Share your scare on Podcast One. Have you ever been in a suspicious, crazy, or wild situation? Well, on Sus, we're going to dive into firsthand accounts of all things terrifyingly thrilling, intense, and paranormal. From myself, from you, the listener, and from some of my friends. You may actually know them. Don't miss Sus. Share your scare. Dropping every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Just $25, you get wine and gifts. Ace's favorite stuff or products from ACS. Every single month, you get the drink you choose. It's hard to beat cool stuff and lose. Adam's Monthly Nut. Adam's Monthly Nut. You heard Dick. It's time for another ballsy month of Adam's Monthly Nut. This month includes two Vinnie Tortorich approved and invented ultra fat instant energy packs so you don't reach for that donut, four shot glass ice molds so you can keep your whiskey cold and straight down the hatch, a bottle of Chateau Spill to remove wine stains or blood from the fine silk you're donning, of course, a bottle of your choice. And the coup de gras, a digital download of the very first basic cable commentary, Roadhouse. This $60 value can be yours for only 25 bucks at CorollaDrinks.com. Made a decision, I'll face the sunny side head on. everybody it's friday motherfucker and i'm in love (laughs) i don't care if you know what did i tell you this before about the cure it just made me think of it Hmm. that you know when we were younger the cure was like emo music right oh yeah it was kind of like punk rock a little bit like so i was playing the cure came on i listened to like the new wave station and on sirius and i was like oh this is the cure this is a great song and um sadie i I said yeah this is like super emo and the song was uh the friday i'm in Uh love and sadie's like "Mm, this is a pretty happy song mom i hate to break it to you it's super (laughs) bouncy like it is friday i'm in love and i was like yeah i guess (laughs) Kind of got a point there. Right. I'm like, well, they have other songs. Yes. And they're saying, let's go to bed. Right, like, right, right. No, no still kind of bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> You're all arguing with her. I was like, 
But if you think about the guy from The Cure wearing all black and like black suicidal half yeah. the time, like all the yes. – it's like, really? That's right. the songs you were coming up with. We're right. all with a synthesizer, like bouncy. Like yeah. you weren't that sad. Yes, I know. <laughs> That's Not true. That That's true. Speaking of 80s music, you know what I – I love The Cult, that album, their very first album. Yes. I love it and Love Removal Machine came on in our house. So Adam puts music on it when we're eating dinner. In the background, like just yacht rock or whatever. Yes. And Love Removal Machine came on. And I was, I turned it up because we weren't sitting down to eat yet. And I was like unloading dishwashers or doing something. Uh-huh. I turn it up and I'm like rocking out to the song. I leave the room for a minute. I come back. He changes the station. Why? Like, That's a great song. Why'd you change it? Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I was looking for, I don't know. Sorry. Like, that's a great song. I love that. I love that song. I love that album. I listen. I listen to that album over and over. That and Living Color. Oh yeah, I forgot Do you about that. Living Color. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was their main song? I can't think of the name of it. Kaylin, Living Color. What was their big song? It was, it was something kind of rocky. Yes. Uh, God dang it. Anyway. Well, Kalen will tell us in a minute. Thank you. He's, le- he's leaning in. I feel uh, like. I mean, hold on. Let me look at their billboards. <laughs> the billboards. <laughs> the first ad is the I first. I mean, I can just list off the first ones are cult personality. That's cult it. of personality. Yeah. Cult of personality. Yeah. 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 I wanted to say the cult, too. That's why uh, I was like, but I was like, no, that's that's the cult. I'm talking about them. Yeah. Anyway, that song. Yeah. That album I listened to over and over. Whenever I'm listening to Yacht Rock Station or 70s Station and sometimes a song that you – they play a lot of the same songs but every once in a while something will come on like, I don't know, Dobie Gray or something and then I'll be mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I used to love this song. Right. And then I go I go put it on my iTunes yeah. and then find, oh, this song. If you like this song, you like this song. And suddenly I'm like back in the 70s. I know. You forget about some of those songs. Yeah. I know. I made love in my Chevy van <laughs> and that's all right with me. I made love in the Chevy van. <laughs> I mean, where did those oldies go? Right. They're, they're good songs. Right. Yeah. Let's say hi to our, our people, our fun people. Amanda Crittenden and Casey Howell. Both of those two got in a lot of trouble. I had to bail them out this weekend. They're bad girls. They are. Bad girls. So as is Amy Hunt. Oh, yeah. She's not. Where was she? She disappeared. She did. From our Zoom. (laughs) Michelle McKibben. Now, Michelle, she's loyal. Yes. She's a loyalist. That's right. Andy. Andy. Angie Saldivar. Angie. I don't. I know we're going to stay friends, Angie. Forget all that stuff I said before. Right. We're close. That's right. Randy May Ames. She may or may not. (laughs) May, May. I don't know. Kelly Brandt. She is your aunt. Yes, she is. She's got a Tic Tac for you. Yes. An Altoid. <laughs> right. She'll uh, take you to uh, Planned Parenthood when it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Lubin. We love oh, her. Rebecca. Stuck on the East Coast. Mm. I know. Ishan Vajpay. That's my boy. What's up, hottie? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Stinker Rinker. <laughs> love that girl. Out. Yes. Fabulous writer. Fun girl. Love her. Liz Elsasser. She's a good mom. Yeah, she, she was is. doing the business shout outs for her son. Oh, I love yes. that. That's Much right. respect. Yeah, now, right. Gabby Fonseca and Missy mm-hmm. Schaefer mm-hmm. leaving a shoe out on Hollywood yeah. on the boulevard. <laughs> uh, Rachel, old timer. What's up, girl? What's up, Rachel. Krista, get strap. 
Hiro Yamashita. Now that's yeah. that's a guy with a great son. That's right, David. You should be proud of your son, your yes. son David. Yes, good guy, good looking, good looking, mm-hmm. fun, nice. Yeah, maybe you want to date Kelly Luther, <laughs> Luther Vandross. No, I'm just kidding. She probably. I don't. Know. I don't know what your story is, Kelly, but I'm worried about you. No, <laughs> Aaron Lynn, who does? Actually, I do know what's going on with Kelly Luther Vandross, and you do need a nice guy. You need a nice guy like David. Yeah, you yeah. do. Sarah Stefano, <laughs> hey. so my Pazano. Oh, that's right. She's Valerie Fenwick. Take, she's fun. Yeah, take fun. her to Fenway. Yeah, you take With her to Fenway. Yeah, and Carrie's so very, very bitchy. That's right. We hate her. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. I don't even like saying that about you, Carrie. You're a nice girl. <laughs> I like you, Carrie. Don't listen to her. All right. So I teased that I was going to get myself in a little bit of trouble this week. Okay. So I have a friend. Now, we all feel a certain kind of way about the pandemic. We're all at a certain comfort level with – I don't want to say with mask wearing. Any Listen, in California, it's not really a choice. Like you're not going into any store without a mask on. Right. Now, we all have close friends. We all – a lot of us know where our friends have been. Right. And then we are taking a certain amount of chances, I guess you'd say, based on the knowledge that we have and like the mental health of our kids. Right. And I completely appreciate everybody's where they are. Like mm-hmm. I will meet you where you are. If you really feel like your kids can't see my kids, I get – I'm not going to be like, what? You're right. a terror Right. Whatever. I, I get agree. it. And right. but at the same time, if you're if you've been fairly safe and you want your kid to come over, I, I I'm per- fine with them coming over and not wearing masks and hanging out together, right? Because I, I know where I've been. Yes. I know my kids have been nowhere, right? So and if if you tell me like we're hardly going anywhere, hey, welcome to my bubble. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, you and I are on the same page. Yeah, here. yeah. And by the way, it's taken me a long time to get to. Y- like I take in a lot of information. Mm-hmm. I'm not somebody who's like I don't listen to the news. Like I know what's going on. I know I I think I'm making an educated right guess right. on our safety. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I understand people who are more worried. Mm-hmm. Now oh, yeah. I don't really understand people who are a lot less worried. Like then right. then those people are not going to be invited in my bubble. Right. Sorry, you're not in my bubble. Yes. But. They're not that, coming to your all, barbecue. All that being said, <laughs> yeah. All that being said, I like being around other people who are like we like because minded. that makes me feel safe and right. it makes, and I don't want my kids to feel like they have to always be masked up no matter what. Like I don't want them to yeah. and I don't want to sound you know I'm as liberal as they come. So I don't want to but I don't want to like totally have them feel fearful all the time right. either. Right. But I have this one friend who is very much on that page of like – and it's with the older crowd, the older girls, mm-hmm. LB, an mm-hmm. LB person. Mm-hmm. And it's like the one person who – OK, who who's just super careful, right? Mm-hmm. But you know how there's people that are anxious people in general yeah. before this happened? right. And you get the feeling that they're using this as like, yes. oh, good. Now I can be super controlling with my yes. kids yes. and know where they are at all times and not allow them to do anything because, mm-hmm. well, there's a pandemic. Right. So right. I'm just being smart. Yeah. 
right? Right. And you know how that can just get on your nerves because you're like, okay, so your kid is the only one that can't – like there's a small group of these girls Mm -hmm. like Natalia has. Mm -hmm. That's LB. Right. She's got her little – core group bubble. of girls mm-hmm. and they're in the bubble and they sleep at each other's houses and they do that. Now, the one girl can't ever do that, but it's all very case dependent. And here's where it can be so annoying because mm-hmm. it's like there are certain things that she does that you're like, well, that's not safe. But uh, then all of a sudden she's not allowed to step foot in any of our houses, right? So it's kind of a pick and choose. Yes. And then like when we were like say going to the beach, like the mom would always drive her daughter separately because she didn't want her in the car with our kids. And if she was going to be in a car, everybody had to be wearing a mask and the windows had to be open. (laughs) And you're like, okay, but your daughter's then hanging out at the beach with the other kids without a mask on, close together, hugging up on people. Right. But it's like for whatever reason, it makes her feel safe in her head that like, okay, but – She has to have a lot of like rules for herself that don't necessarily make sense. Mm -hmm. So that's fine. Okay, whatever. Like I've adjusted to, you know, her daughter's just not allowed to do stuff. And who at this point, who knows how much of that is coming from the daughter because she's become anxious about stuff too. I was going to say, how does the daughter feel about like it's got to be tough for the kids whose parents won't let them do anything. Anything, yeah. And then she told me that her dad said to her, "Well, uh, you you know, like another three hundred thousand people are going to die in the next like whatever couple months." And I was like, "Wow." And I said to her, "She told me your dad said that." And I was like, "I wish I wish he didn't say that to you." Yeah, like that's so. That's not, why, why did you do that? Why did you tell your kid that? Whether it's true or not, right. why would you say it? Like, why are you wanting your kids to like? You're just going to make them more anxious, right? Of course. But that's not even the part that I'm going to get in trouble for. Oh boy! So I got so mad, and you would be proud of me because I didn't. I was like, you know what? I tried to um, do my non-drinking program. Yes. In my mind, I yeah. really paused. I like that. And I, because um, this mom called me after this situation happened and I have, I didn't take her call because I was like, I don't want to be confident. Like I want to yeah, yeah. not mm, be reacting. Okay. So here's, right what, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how you would feel about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yesterday there was a Trump parade in our, in our, did you hear about this? It was on no. Twitter on Ventura Boulevard. They and it started at LB's school, and it was this uh, a, a big bunch of Trumpers with like their trucks mm-hmm. and their you know mm-hmm. whatever right maybe guns right. I don't know right. Right. Uh, decided that they were going to hold like like a mini like a little rally and they were going to parade they all paraded it was trending on Twitter really I'm surprised you didn't hear about it I was uh, I was driving around kids all day okay yeah. so it started at like. In Woodland Hills and they went all the way to Studio City and like just like a ton of like hundreds of like parading down Ventura Boulevard. So LB is at her friend's house Mm -hmm. and I'm talking to her friend's mom. So this is not the friend that is in question. Let's call that friend um, Tina. Mm -hmm. So LB and her friend Ava are at Ava's house Mm -hmm. and I'm talking to Ava's mom on the phone. And all of a sudden, apparently, they got a call from Tina who was like, guys, there's like a Trump thing, like rally happening and 
we're, I'm coming to pick you up. We're going to go and protest it. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, and so the mom says, Oh, do you know that, uh, Tina's coming to pick them up and they're going to like protest like the Trump parade or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Uh, excuse me? And she's like, Yeah, I guess they're, she's coming over. Well, okay. So, so many, so much no <laughs> right. for me. Right. And you know, I'm a super permissive and you know, I'm outspoken yeah. and yeah. you know, I'm political. Hell to the fucking no right. that my daughter in, in the way things are right now right. is going to go mix it up right. with like angry Trump supporters no, right now. My God. And not only just like Trump supporters, but ones that want to have a parade right. down Ventura Boulevard, right. have your parade, yeah. whatever. I, and, and if, And I, this is what I said to the mom. I was like, if this was like some kind of an organized, like the women's march or something, but this is actually protesting like a, a protest Uh, or whatever. Right, right. That's not an organized, like if you want to just go protest the, what's happening in the world or whatever. Right. Or or if you want to go, um, join honestly, like a Black Lives Matter, Mm -hmm. like peaceful, where they're always at this one corner. That's one thing, Mm -hmm. but not, in opposition, no. Because guess why? What, have you have you seen the news? Right. Do you see that people are like Absolutely. bringing out guns? Right. Do you see that there's been people getting shot? Why the fuck would you think no. it's okay when when you won't let your daughter set foot in someone's house because they could possibly uh, their friend who you know doesn't have coronavirus, but you're like, oh no, they could get coronavirus, but you're okay with like, hey, my kid could get shot. Like, oh my god! I don't know, but I was like, "There's so much hypocrisy." Yeah, and I, I said, like, and and I have to admit, I didn't give this a whole lot of thought. I went full like frontal lobe, like, yeah, no, right. I was like, no, and not only that, but how about some thought going into it? How about asking me first? Can we come pick oh, up your absolutely. daughter and take her to a protest? Like, I'm sorry, but that seems way more dangerous. You're like the most careful person in the whole world yes. about where your daughter goes. She better not touch anything. Nobody can ever come in her house. Right. She can't go in. But you. But you're gonna go grab my kid and bring her to a that's pro, a Trump protest. That's like, insanity. No, you're not. Right. So I told the friend that I was on the, with the phone. I was like, Oh, absolutely not. So then LB calls me and she was like, Hi, mom. Did you hear about what's going on? And we're gonna go. And I was like, No, you're not going there. Right. And she was like, Oh, I'm not. <laughs> and I said. No, honey. I was like, that's not safe. Right. I said, and you're 15 years old. I said, and you can, if it's planned for a time that there's some kind of an organized peaceful right. thing, that's one thing. Right. No, I'm not sending you out. No. Right. No. And how about Absolutely asking, not. how about you just go, I'm going to go pick up the girls and take them? How about anybody want to ask somebody and say, right. she not want to pick up the phone or text or right. say, hey, is it even if... What insanity! I mean, just that alone. Like, and I why just would you? It was hypocritical. Like, well, of okay, course. So, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go to what could possibly be like a super spreader event, right. where a lot of people won't be wearing masks because they're protesting mask wearing. Yes, the people protesting the protesters will be wearing masks. But how the fuck? How are you so like? I can't. My yeah, daughter can't go in your house, right? To me, who doesn't have corona, who wears a mask everywhere I go, but we're perfectly – oh, well, we'll wear, have the windows will be rolled all the way down and everyone in the class <laughs> right. to wear a mask, but then we're going to join a protest. Yes. So in my mind, I was like, this oh is like God. over the line of like hypocrisy and whether or not I'm right or wrong about anything oh, I do. Yeah, but – It still struck me the wrong way. But then I was like, 
So then my friend who I was on the phone with was like, so she said no as well. So neither of our kids went. And then my friend texted the other mom and was like, yeah, I'm just a little surprised. Like it's kind of a – like was everybody wearing a mask and standing six feet apart? Right. And she was like, well, yeah, they were all wearing masks and standing six feet apart. Then my friend goes, well, I mean I saw like video of what was going on and like – it didn't really seem like people were six feet apart. Right. I'm just a little surprised. And then the mom was like, I know. I didn't even really realize what they were doing. And then my friend sent her a bunch of things that were on Twitter about like violence that yeah. had broken out and people mm-hmm. getting sprayed with things. And right. the, and then there was like a gun. Somebody had – they thought somebody shot at somebody. Uh. And then there was a SWAT team that came out. And, and then the friend's mom, the other mom was like – Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I I don't know what they were thinking going there because the dad took the daughter. But wait I was a minute, like, the dad took the- so the mom who's super careful, right, and her husband who's super careful all the time, and the windows have to be rolled down and mask. He brought his daughter, and they were going to come pick up our daughters. So the mom, who's my friend, Tina's mom, was like, "Yeah, I know. I mean, I I wasn't happy they went." But in my mind, here's the thing, Lynette. In my what made me mad mm-hmm. was like, how are you this over careful about your daughter? But mm-hmm. you can't, you don't even call me to go. Hey, my husband wants to come pick up your daughter. Is that okay? Right. Like you just right. assume, yeah, that I'm okay putting my daughter in a potentially dangerous situation. Right. When you won't even let your daughter go to the bathroom in my house. Right. Because for fear that I might give her coronavirus. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It was. And hypocrisy. I was mad, but then I was like, okay, my normal personality mm-hmm. is to be confrontational and go in the moment, think I'm think I'm being I knew I would come off as self righteous, which <laughs> I'm probably am right now in the podcast, but I'm processing with you and she doesn't yeah. listen to the podcast. Yeah. But in my mind I was like, Okay, I the right thing to do is not to go like, hey, I'm really surprised, or even to be not passive aggressive, but just say like, hey, it kind of bothers me that you were going to pick up my daughter and take her to a protest without thinking right. it through. Like right. have you been not watching the news and seen what's going on in other states where right. people are getting shot right. all the time? Yeah. On both sides, people are right. – you know, right. there's potential for danger. Mm-hmm. And and I also talked to John about it and John was like, yeah, like I, I will go to those protests. Right. Like, but I don't – that's not for like our 12-year-old or 15-year-old no. to go right now. That's no. not where they should be. Right. And that's how we feel yeah. as a family. Yes. I don't think anybody in their right mind wouldn't feel that way. I, I mean I would yeah. just think. And I get that it's Ventura Boulevard and it's pretty safe and it's like very yeah, but suburban. Not right but it's the not right now no. with what's going on. No. They can really take a stand in a lot of different ways. They can right. and and it's not that we haven't even gone to a Black Lives Matter protest. We have gone to a peaceful mm-hmm. protest. And I'm not saying like, oh, it's going to be a bunch of, you know, hooligans. Not saying that. Right. But I am saying there is the potential yes. for gun violence to break right. out. Right. I mean – And I don't want my daughter there. Yes. Emotions are running high. Right. But I was like, I don't want to get confrontation. So the mom, like I said, kind of texted the other mom and was like, not really apologizing, but just like, yeah, that's a little crazy that they went. I don't know what they were. So then my friend said that stuff back and then I get a call on my phone from Tina's mom and I was like, mm, boy, I'm going to send this to voicemail because I'm mad right now, but I need to like figure out what's my – like am I imposing yeah, – yeah. like 
am I now really actually mad that she's so careful and I always feel like she's judging? Right. Like, oh, you're going to give my daughter coronavirus? Right. But then at the same time, like, but look at you. You think it's fine to send your kid to potentially – so I was like, I don't want to say any of that. So I'm just going to calm down about Mm -hmm. it. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I woke up today and I was still a little like. Of course. Oh my God. It makes me mad. It's just. And I know she didn't mean to. She's a good mom. She's a really good mom. She's a great parent. But where's your head? And she's careful. But like. Where where are your thoughts when you're thinking like, oh, I'm going to go pick up the girls and take them? First, like I said, how about you ask? Just a thought. Ask me first. Thank you. Just ask first. Then second of all, you're really going to be the one that's going to do – right now, especially with all the emotions running high and the climate that we're in. Okay. And then also, don't you think you look like a douche when you're the one that's like, my daughter's got to be in the car with the windows down and the mask on. Right. And they can't come in the house and blah, blah, blah to Stephanie's daughter. You're you're not – you're afraid of – LB and her vi- potential virus, but you're not afraid of taking them to a with people not wearing masks right. and standing six feet apart and all. Right. Not, never forget all the other stuff I just said. It's just wrong in so many areas. So I know that's what I thought, but then I was like, I have to try to not like be so. I'm trying not to be judgy. It's just interesting what this pandemic is bringing out. Yeah. In people, like yeah. what I'm finding to get right. upset about and wh- how it kind of like divides yes. people based on who, well, I'm sure she's judging me. Like, I can't believe you let LB sleep at people's I houses, know. but I'm like, we're freaking five months in. I know. Like, right. I know who doesn't have the virus and who's not out right. at super spreader events. Right. <laughs> so knowing that she's not out doing stuff where she could potentially get it, mm-hmm. I feel safe. Right. Like, but who was – she was going to go pick up the girls? So her – the mom's the hus- husband – I mean but it could have been – I mean basically right. the the dad – I didn't know who was driving at the time. Right. All I knew was LB was saying, I'm going to go and you said protest no. this. And, and then, I said, no, you're not. Right. And then she said, oh, really? Well, do you know what's happening? And I said, yeah, I, I have seen it on the news. Mm-hmm. She was like, but mom, they're at my high school. And I was like – and she goes, and they're in their cars. We're not going to like – Go mix it up with people like in mm-hmm. person. Right. And I said, I know, but you don't know what's what can come of that. Right. I go, I don't know where you're going to be, who you're going to be like. Right. People are going to be yelling at you. Of I course. said, I don't I don't think that's not safe. No. And I know. Right. I was like, just and sometimes your kids need you to make those kind of decisions. Yeah, of course. For them. Like I was like, I don't feel good about that. Right. So no. Right. And so did. Did that get wind to the dad and he called it off or – No, he went. He they went. went. He brought his kids and they went. Jeez. And that's when – so but my friend, I think my friend that I was on the phone with might have let her daughter go. But I think when I was like, this is not – do you, you know people have been getting shot. Like right. protesters have been getting shot. Like Right. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, no, 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 I don't know. I don't want – and I said, if we're going to send the kids to a protest – look, I took my kids. I yes. wanted to take them to the Women's March. Yeah, yeah. But things were different then. I know. I do believe in protesting, mm-hmm. but not today. No, no. Not that day. <laughs> right. I and agree. not with what you're protesting. Right. I didn't want my kids to just go protest 
people screaming about how much they love right. Trump. That's right. not a thing to protest. Right, That's just like you're all you're doing is basically going, well, you're an asshole for liking Trump, which right. yeah, regardless of whether up. you believe that. Yeah. That's not – you're not protest. that's not protesting police right. brutality. That's just protesting someone else's political beliefs yeah. and that person with that belief feels it real strongly, <laughs> apparently strongly enough to go like right. pull out guns. Right, right. On both – and I'm saying there's – it's very divided yes. Yes. and there is a lot of whatever. The emotions. point is it's emotions mm-hmm. running right. high right. and that's not – I don't want her prote- protesting yeah. that. I totally get you. Protest police brutality. Protest right. like um for your women for your right, right. as a woman, right. but not, I don't that's yeah, not that's a, a thing that's to go get. To that's just a, that's just drama. Right. That's like, you know, like going, hey, there's a protest against something that I, that you know, what I believe in. So let's get our guns and let's get uncles and let's go down there and mix it up. Like that's what it seems to me. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Right. I was like, I wonder what my I. You know, when you're thinking about it, and you're like, I want to talk about this on the podcast, but then you don't know if people are going to get you. I never know if people know. are going to go. You're totally wrong, right? Right. And right. how dare you? I don't know. But no, you can't be wrong because you're a parent. That's, That's just my you feeling. Feel. That's how you feel. Of course, you don't want her going. To, I wouldn't. I don't think I know a lot of people that would be cool with that at all. But it's interesting that her feeling about like COVID is so much so, that like exactly. I don't want my daughter entering someone's house. But yet, it's just interesting how different people. Everybody has such a different approach, right? To this, right? And the dad saying that thing to her daughter, like about the people, the death that's coming, and right. stuff like that. It's like it's just. I don't. I don't. It's not cool. It's I know. Just not, it's not right. It's but not I right. don't ever. I tr- I really try. Like right. I don't. Like I said, I wish your dad hadn't said that to you. And she said to me, "Well, he'd rather that. Um, you know, I'd rather be really scared of it than not worried about it, and then taking chances. I'd rather be like overly scared about it." And I, I was like, "Okay." I mean, in mm. my mind, I'm like, I. Mm-hmm. That doesn't no. sound healthy to me. Right. Like I think you can have a healthy respect for the fact that yes, this is a pandemic and that's why we're wearing masks and we're not right. putting people at, at risk. But at the same time, I don't know that thinking, oh my God, 300,000 people like my exactly. friends are going to die is helpful to your mental health or to – No. No. I mean you're smart enough to understand that like there's a virus, therefore I have to wear a mask. Right. Like I don't think you have to you be like, to oh my God, far. I'm going to die. Yes. I know. That's so ridiculous. These are your friends? <laughs> no, but the mom is your friend? Like normally or kind of? She's or? part of my – yes. Group. She's yeah. my my mom friends. And by the way, some of that behavior like the being careful about COVID is what makes her a responsible <laughs> – like right. she's not some like – Yes, drinking and driving, and I don't know yeah. what the hell my kid's going to be doing under right. her care. Like I know my kid's safe, right? So there's that, right? I guess, yeah. So that's why I was like, Unless I don't want to get in an argument. In town. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Okay, time oh for. My god. 
uh, time to talk about Madison Reed, which okay, you should so, speak on. Yes. I had a really nice call with one of their color specialists, and it was super easy and sun- kind of fun. She you mm-hmm. know, was on the Zoom call with me and looked at my hair and looked at my color and asked me about you know specific questions. What kind of hair? All that kind of stuff. Oh, like a real like consultation. Consultation, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. And uh, and then she said, "Okay, you need you know, Sienna shade fifty five. And, oh. you know, she's like, if you want, and then she's like, do you think this is it? I looked it up. She's like, do you want it lighter? Do you want it darker? Do you think this is how you want it? I said, that's exactly the color. This is exactly the, uh, you know, the the warm tones, the cool tones, all that stuff. So ordered it. It's on its way. I cannot wait that I don't have to call my guy or keep putting that dry shampoo that gets on your hands and on your – so when I try and cover it up, I use all that – I've tried all those different brands that you buy at the store to right. cover up the roots. Yeah. Always get it on my glasses and then I put it at glasses on my face and then I have a big black mark over my nose. Because it's it's rubs off on your hands, on your glasses. Don't have to worry about that anymore. And they say, you know, the hair is going to feel soft. It smells nice. I mean, you've used it. Yeah, I love it. Yes. So, I mean, there's and it's multidimensional. The colors, it makes it look healthy. It's yep. just all good all the way around, especially right now. If you want to look good for your protests, you need Madison Reed. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, our listeners, for crying out loud listeners, you'll get 10% off plus free shipping and their first color kit with code FCOL. So you'll get 10% off for your with your first kit if you put in the code FCOL. Um, and listen, go to madison-reed.com and they also have the dust – you know, the little powder that you can touch up your roots. Mm-hmm. They have a little bowl and little, you know, brushes that you want to use. If you don't, you don't. Um, it's all good. But the thing is that I was always worried about is how is it going to match my color? Right. And they will even talk to your – you can even get a code or whatever, the recipe from your colorist. They'll take that and they'll help you however you want to do it. It's super easy. And I, I just – I can't wait. So yeah. find your perfect shade at madison Reed. Dot com. Yeah. Um, you had something. You were oh, yeah. So, so the here's a little update. You know, I think I mentioned this maybe a week or two ago that Sonny's been wanting uh, to talk to Brittany. You know, Sonny did not was not down for Brittany when I first found her, and right. I wanted to take the point was to take Sonny and Natalia, and just to have a therapist and uh, and. Natalia took to her immediately and Sunny was awkward the whole first session and was like, I do not want to go back. I don't need to sit in a room with a girl that's trying to relate to me and I don't really have anything to talk about. No, 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 no. That's how his been his stance the whole time. Then mm-hmm. he knows that mom and dad are going to Brittany. He knew that Olga and I went to Brittany in the beginning together. Like he's no he knows that we love Brittany and we talk we talk about it a lot, you mm-hmm. know, at home. And finally, you know, and so – and also I've been on Sunny and Natalia about having a better relationship and things I want to do to get them to bond more and at least respect more. If you're not going to bond and be pals, then just at least respect each other. Right. And uh, so then one day out of the blue, Sonny's like, you know, I think I – well, we weren't – wasn't out of the blue. I was talking to him about – um about his relationship with Natalia and that – and then he started asking me like, so does Brittany help you – deal with Natalia? Does he, you know, when Natalia gets this way or that way, does she help you? Does, does she help you with tips? 
And I said, oh, yeah, absolutely. And he said, well, I think I should talk to her so that I know how to deal with her. And I was like, oh, okay, that Mm -hmm. sounds great. And then I made an appointment. And then uh, when I told him, I said, so you're going to go see – we're going to see Brittany. I'm going to take you, drop you off on Friday. And he said, great. And then he said – I said, you know – I think it's a good – he goes, oh, so he said, what would you tell Brittany? So now he has a lot of questions. He wants to hear all about what it's like to go with – to see her, what it's like to sit down with her. Does she talk for – what is she like? Does she does she have siblings? Does she get along with her? I mean the guy was like grilling me and I'm like, stop sweating me. You know, She's fine. Don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. You're not right. going to feel awkward or anything. She knows how to – you know, handle, especially teens. She specializes in teens. And right. she sees a lot of kids in our community too, you know, probably mm-hmm. see some of your friends. I don't know. And uh, he's like, okay, you know, so he had a lot of the questions. And then I said, you know, and I said to better your relationship with Natalia. And he's like, well, not to better. He said, uh, at, uh, he said at this point, not to repair anything. He's like, I don't, I don't, I just want to know how to deal with her. And I was like, oh, my God, this is why you got to go to Brittany. Like, I don't – all right, okay, well, tell her that then. Tell her, you know, everything. Don't be afraid to, you know. And uh, and he's like, what's her personality like? I go, well, one thing is, is she knows how to smell bullshit. So be honest, you know. Just be honest and tell her your feelings. And he's like, okay. So then the day comes and he's all excited. It's like 3.30. I'm taking him and he's like, oh, my God, I can't wait. And really? I, yeah. I could not believe it. And I was like, oh, great. And uh, and I told Brittany that he had a lot of questions and now mm-hmm. he's excited and everything. And I was just going to drop him off. Right. So I pull up. I say, you know, there's the door. Go in. She's right behind those doors. Right. So he, I, I go to park and I said, I'll just wait for you because I don't want to go and come back. So I'll just wait, do my email in the car. Uh-huh. And then uh, five seconds later, I get the knock on the windshield. Nobody's in there. And I'm like, oh, okay. Just, just go in there and sit down on her couch. She's behind a closed door. She'll come out right when she's done or whatever. And she right. knows to see you now. Right. So just go back. And I said, I'll walk with you. I take him inside. And then she was like, okay. So let you guys want to sit down? Let's talk for a few minutes, just the three of us. And then, you know, Lynette, you can go on your way. Uh huh. I was like, okay. So we talked for a few minutes, and um, I told her my concerns is for. Just for them to have respect, I would. I just don't. The way they keep going is in opposite opposite directions, and they're at this age where they can keep going, and it'll just never like the point of no return. Right. So I want to, you know, work on it now. I want them to have more respect, and you know, and um, and and Sunny said mostly I just want to learn how to deal with her, and I, you know, and so Brittany was like, you know, I saw your sister for a while, and I know her very well, and. Uh, you know, of course, you know, we can talk all about that. And and then I, you know, and she asked if there's anything else. And I said, no, you know, not real, whatever. Whatever he wants to talk about. Because she knew and I knew we talked about it. And Sonny is the kid that will push his feelings down. Right. Sonny's always been like, if he gets in an argument with Natalia, you can see him fighting back tears. Because he's pushes his feelings down. Not just with Natalia, but everything. Right. You know. And he just doesn't like to be vulnerable or anything like that, which most, you know, teenage boys at that age. But, you know, he's always, always had these tears at the surface kind of boy, you know, when he gets angry. And I know that feeling because, you know, you just, you just, you know, 
choke on those feelings for so long. But then when you start to talk about it, it starts to come up and you get teary-eyed, much like my Patreon session the other day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So um, and so she knows that and she's like, yes, we don't want him to swallow those feelings for too long because then you don't know how it's going to manifest. Right. So so then she – I left him and he – was there for an hour. I came back and I had to sign a paper or two for her. And um, and I was hoping this wasn't just going to be a one-time thing. And and luckily it wasn't. Like she – first of all, she was like, oh my god, what a breath of fresh air because <laughs> she's used to Adam, mm-hmm. me, Natalia, you know. And she was like, I know of Sonny but – and I met him that one time but he was, I don't know, like 11 or something. And she's like, he's changed. Like he's, you know, just so respectful. You know, just basically a lot of compliments on what a great kid he is and everything. And um, and then I said, great. So we'll see you next week. So we leave, and I said, all right, Sonny, tell me, you know what? And he goes, it was awesome. It was awesome. And then he's the first thing he said was, Mom, you know that feeling where you it gets stuck, the tears get stuck in your throat, and you're like, don't want to cry, I don't want to cry, don't want to cry. And he's like, I had that so many times. And I'm like, I bet, you know. And I said, that's why we come, so that you can get those feelings out and you can cry. It's fine. That's why she has tissues in there. I mean, that's she's yeah. a therapist. That's what people do. And he's like, I know, I know. I just didn't want to be the first time. I just like, uh, you know. Um, but he said that he really liked her. He said there were times where he was talking and then um, she would ask me a question. And I, I told him, like, she'll ask you a question. You don't. Give her like two word answers. She's going to want to know. Okay, well, how? Why do you feel that way? Or what would you do to fix it? Or whatever. She's going to want you to elaborate. He goes, I, yeah, I got that. So then he goes, but he said when he was talking to her, he would tell her he would be talking, and then he would be done talking. And I know this about Brittany. She's like a computer. Sometimes she's like some people like they sit there and they look at you and they don't react right away and they they kind of stare at you for a second. They like let it compute mm-hmm. and then they go. Okay, you know, and they move on. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's like that. He goes, yeah. So I didn't know if I was like so done talking, but I was done talking. So I didn't know. Do you want me to tell you when I'm done talking? <laughs> like a couple awkward moments like right. that. And uh, and but he's like, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I'm looking forward to going back. Nice. I know. I know. I'm so happy because also, you know, I mean, every everybody needs therapy, but especially at that age. Also, all the things that that's going on right now in the world and being quarantined and, you know, it's so – I'm glad that he has somebody that he's looking forward to talking to because he does not talk about – Natalia will tell me stuff but he doesn't he, – he opens up to me but not really, you know, not the way I think he needs to be opened to other people, you know, to tell somebody else his feelings. So You just inspired me because remember right before the shutdown, Xander had had his first visit – with a therapist. Yeah. And it was same thing. He cried, but then by the time he came out, he was laughing. And right. I was and he's like, I really liked it. I really liked her. I couldn't wait to go back. And then the shutdown happened right. and she was like, I'm not seeing anybody in person. Mm. And I don't think she's I have to check with her and see if she will see him. She has a big office where she sits the person, you know, they're at least eight feet apart from each other. She sits in a like a they sit in a swing kind of thing, like one of those swings you get at Pottery Barn seats mm-hmm. and then she sits on the couch and he wore a mask and she wore a mask. But, you know, after I think she said he could take it off because he was 
you know, far away. Yeah. It's far enough. So, but yeah, but she wasn't seeing people in person. She was seeing, you know, me and Adam over the phone. Right. But with kids, I don't know what she was doing, but now she is seeing people in person. I'm staying on the phone because it's much easier. What do I need to get in the car and drive? Right. You know, across town to go see her. Right. So, um, but yeah, so she is, yeah, they might, the doctor might be seeing people in person. I don't know. Yeah, it I'm is. I'm going to have to check because I'm inspired now. It is. Ins- I mean, it, it was, I'm so glad that that he brought it up because I did, I brought it up from time to time. Well, that's, you know, tell me when you want to see Brittany. And um, yeah, so, but now it's like I, <laughs> Natalia needs to go see Brittany and Adam needs to go see Brittany with Natalia. So, I mean, she's just going to be making a lot of money off of us. <laughs> I mean, I know. Yeah. It's, it's expensive. But John goes to therapy. Xander needs to go to therapy. Sadie could probably use it. Elby's good for mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I go swimming. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Swimming. I feel, I've been swimming laps in our next door neighbor's pool. Yeah. And I am noticing that I feel better. It is. I think it, I was missing exercise because I exercised a lot before the sh- – the shutdown, shutdown right. happened before the gym closed. And then I feel like I was like, well, I'll just subsist on like my walks because yeah. I walk for an hour with Penelope in the morning, mm-hmm. and, like half hour at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not enough. Like at my no. age and it's not really cardio and it's no. not really doing anything for my muscles. And right. plus I'm eating ice cream constantly. Mm-hmm. The sugar thing went out the window when the yeah. shutdown happened. So I was – not realizing how much I needed some exercise just for my brain. Right. I find that when I'm so I'm swimming laps, I swim like 40 to 50 laps in this pool. And I'm like, oh, I feel I've been sleeping a little better, like yeah. having a little more energy and just feeling kind of calmer. Yes. That's what exercise does. I mean, I was rowing for a while. And then stopped. Went on, oh, I went out of town to, to Florida and then I haven't really been, you know, once in a while. But I go on walks and I go on bike rides with Sunny. Something, you know, I feel like I get a lot of that. But I, yeah, I need to get back to exercising on a regular basis. It's nice to just feel like to have a little bit of sore muscles. Yeah, I know. From swimming. And I'm like, oh, I forgot what that felt like right. to feel like you actually you challenged should, your muscles right. a little bit. Yeah. Need to. Well, at the beginning of the shutdown, I was doing YouTube workouts, remember, Mm -hmm. all the time. And I was doing the, um, one of our sponsors, Fit On. Fit On. Yeah. I was was doing doing the workouts from that and it was, it was great. Then I got that UTI that sort of put me out of commission for a little while. And I am terrible. Like, if I stop doing something, it's really hard to start it up again. Me too. And then I go, why was I doing it? Like, it yeah. sounds terrible. I know. Like I'm like, oh my god, do like a thir- twenty minute, thirty minute workout video. Right. I know. Doesn't god, I... that sounds like torture yeah, right now. I know, right? That's how I've been feeling. And then just... every minute of it, it's like I just looking at the clock. It's yeah. like having a like we talked about on Tuesday's show. It's like having a toddler, mm-hmm. like just wa- constantly watching. <laughs> like only one minute went by. How is that possible? I've only been doing abs I for know. one minute. I know. <laughs> I know. And then I hate start hating the instructors right, of the thing, right. and I'm this like, oh annoying. my god, this guy's the worst. Yeah. 
Like, what do you really think you're? We're in the military right I now. Know. Like, I'm not in the military. I'm a mom. I don't right. need to get fit. Yeah, no, that's I start rationalizing. Like, like I'm not joining the police academy yeah. tomorrow. Like, calm the fuck down. Right. That's what I start doing. I just need to tone my muscles. I don't need yeah. to get my cardio way up. Yeah, and then bring it back down, and then bring it back up again. Yeah. And then they act, they act like everybody's doing a mud run. Right. I'm like, I'm not doing a mud run though. Right. Like I, or you're training for one. Yes. Nobody's doing a fucking mud run. Right. I'm Settle in my down. living room. <laughs> I'm pretty clean. Yeah. yeah I know. You I know? know? And then they're like, all right, get on the floor and start <laughs> crawling commando. No, I don't. I'm not doing that. Right. I know. Or then they push you like to make sure that you're, um, your posture's right on whatever yes. on the thing and like doing your planks. Right and I'm form. like, listen, if I need a fucking break <laughs> yeah. during my plank, I'm going to take one. I know. I'm not, you're and not you really looking me. at me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I get yeah. so mad and I just, or it's like, oh my God, when the women that do the classes are sometimes, depending on who they are, even worse. Even worse. Oh, yeah. They're so hyped up yeah, or extra peppy. Yeah, trying to shame me. Yes. <laughs> no. You don't need to stop and breathe for a minute. Right. Like, well, screw you. Yeah, I I'll do. breathe when I want to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Stop telling me to breathe. All right. <laughs> they don't play any good music because they don't Never. have to, they have no rights no to right. any music. I know. I hate that. I hate that. I wanted to take dance too. And I'm like, there's no, like, there's like, here's the dance moves to Beyonce's, you know? And I'm like, trying to, then they, but they don't play the Beyonce song. Right. Like, right. Well, how is this Beyonce? This right. This is like, just, I could play this on my electronic, you know? This is right. ridiculous. They're like, play your own Beyonce song. Right. And you're like, well, I can't hear you instruct <laughs> yeah. me on the moves over the beat. Right. Also, Regarding like the hip hop things like that, mm-hmm. they go way too fast. I'm like, listen, uh-huh. I I can't remember what I had for lunch today, yeah, let yeah. alone four moves, moves in a Yeah, and then they're, they they t- they take you through the dance and then they're like, all right, from the top. And you're right. like, from the top? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I can't, can barely remember what you just taught me. So then they start out and then you get no exercise because right. I spend the whole time, you can't see me right now, but I spend the whole time like going, huh, huh, what, what are you doing? And then by the time, they, they're on like the eight count of it. Then right. I finally figured then out what move they're doing. And then yeah. they're on to the next move that I'm like, no, no. I'm totally lost. <laughs> so then they're all sweaty. And I'm like, how'd you work up a sweat? <laughs> I did like three moves that I remembered out of the 20. That I'm, And how are you supposed to learn that whole dance in one class, like right. one session? I know. Well, I have to stop, pause, rewind, stop, pause, rewind, rewind. I get more workout doing the rewind. Right. I know. It's just... It, My thumb is so thin. Right. The whole, the whole like first count, second count. I'm on the first count for so long. Me too. It's now been an hour. Yes. And I'm like, I thought this thing was only 20 minutes long. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. By the time you learn the move. Yeah. Meanwhile, Elby's like, you know, of course. I'm like, yeah, because your brain is 15 years old. So of right. course you can, <laughs> but not like I could have learned it back then either. Right. I was never good like that. Right. But also, also the moves are not even that like, they're complicated, but they're not like yeah, – it's not like you're working out that hard. Right. So I don't understand the hip like you're going to get so thin doing a hip-hop video. Right. No. Mm. No. Not really. Not a shift ball change. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time to hear from our sponsor, OxyClean. Hey, we want to tell you about somebody new to us, OxyClean. Mm-hmm. So listen, I've already been using this product. Me too. I'm going to tell you why. Because – Penelope, who you may also know as my dog, my terrier, uh-huh. sleeps on our bed. 
And I know yes, Phil sleeps on your bed. Phil sleeps on mine. Yeah, and guess what? The sheets and the duvet cover get stinky. Uh-huh. Starts to smell like a wet dog on my bed. It really does. And I got to tell you, regular laundry detergent doesn't always rid you of the no. smells and leave your clothes smelling really fresh and leave your bedding smelling fresh. I will tell you, my daughter will know if if something is ours instead of one of her friends in a pile of clothes because she loves the smell of yes. our clothing. Yes. I've used OxyClean odor blasters for all these problems. That's right. Me too. And more on a regular basis. And my family thanks me for it. Right. It helps kill smells of like sweat. And we Mm -hmm. both have teenage boys. Yes. You know how stuff can get stanky and musty. Mm -hmm. And also the kids are using the towels every day. Oh my God. And then leaving them outside. And then they end up smelling like, yes, yes. So you need busy households like us with all this going on need OxyClean. It's a great product. Uh, you got to try OxyClean odor blasters for yourself. To work your magic with OxyClean, go to OxyClean.com slash try me and order a free sample. That's OxyClean.com slash T-R-Y-M-E for a free odor blaster sample while supplies last. What else you got to lose? It's free for God's sakes. <laughs> and we're back. What other workouts do you hate? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, here's the thing about just working out in general. Like when I jump into the pool every time, I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to swim 50 laps. Mm-hmm. So I just break it down into I go, you know what? I'm in the pool. I'll do 10 if I'm tired. Like, right. You don't have anybody take yelling a break. at you to keep going. Yeah. So then I'll get to 10 and I'm like, all right, I'll do 10 more. I'll get to 20 if I need to t- – or then I do 25. And then usually by the time I get to 40, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to do 10 more. Right. But that's how so I trick myself. Yeah. But the problem with swimming is I can't listen to music. Mm. And I've heard you can get these like waterproof – it's like a kasha. Yes, I know. Got to get the thing that can go underwater and then I got to get the – put the thing in my ear. But mm-hmm. then some of them get reviewed like, yeah, but if you get water in your ear, it's you're oh. not going to be able to hear it that clearly. Right. And I, So then I'm like, yeah, is it worth – like am I a professional swimmer? Right. No. <laughs> no. And I'm like a kid. I'm like my kids in the way that something that sounds good today may not sound good tomorrow. Right. I know. Like by tomorrow? I, hey, I might have – last night I swam. That might have been my last swim. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever feel like it again. So you go in the evenings? Yes. I've done it in the afternoon. But I'm just saying I've probably swam like 10 times Mm -hmm. and it's been feeling good. I can't think of any other exercise. But I'm not – you'd think with my addictive personality I'd get super into doing things. But I don't. Right. (laughs) Well, what kind of swimming? Do you do the breaststroke and everything? So I'll do – I've made this complicated like way to trick myself into continuing. Right. So I'll do breaststroke, which is the easiest. Mm-hmm. So I'll do – like I'll start with like five of those. Then I slowly – then I do like side stroke like an old mm-hmm. lady in a mm-hmm. pool. Mm-hmm. That, But then I do the crawl. Mm-hmm. Then I do the butterfly. Mm-hmm. Then I do backstroke. So then I've made it interesting for myself because I'll do like a cycle of all the swim strokes yeah. I know. Yeah. And then I'll do them in fives. So oh, I'll do five, five of each one. Then I'll do – then the last one I'll do like two laps, full laps of the crawl, two full laps of the – Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. 
I mean, yeah, it's I not try. that hard, but I'm like, what? What am I looking I good for? Oh my god! And you start Lynette, thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> I've outgrown. I've literally though gained so much weight over this COVID that you my bathing suits don't fit me to the point that one of my bathing suits. And I wear these like Jansen like mm-hmm. slimwear type of things right. that I got tricked into because I found them at TJ Maxx on sale. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this looks good. But then you feel like you're wearing a compression garment, right? right? And mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know that my stomach needs this much control yeah. in a pool by myself. Right. But I don't have any really other bathing suits right. at this point. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the slimwear things, apparently I was really giving it a run for its money. <laughs> Because it's like, you know, when you get a run in your pantyhose back when we wore pantyhose, well, I have like a run down the back (laughs) seam of this bathing suit. It's completely like see-through up the back because it's frayed, like all the materials been pulled so hard that it's, (laughs) yeah, freaking wore out. It's got to work out itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You wore it out. Did you know what was going on back, back there? Because no, sometimes I didn't. you don't know. I didn't know. Right. <laughs> I didn't know. So I pulled it out one time to wear it and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> because I don't swim that much. Right. We, we both have agreed that nobody wants needs to be going in a pool and ruining their hair. Exactly. Pre-pandemic, I right. wasn't at all no. interested in getting my hair wet. Right. And I wear a swim cap, you swim do. goggles. Oh my god, it's oh, out do? of a movie. It's really? ridiculous. I look ridiculous. So you put that that thin tight sw- that that head thing on, huh? Yes, and then I put goggles on <laughs> so that I can swim in my contact lenses. I'm a a whole wreck when I'm swimming. It's terrible. But yeah, so <laughs> I hadn't worn the bathing suit that much, but mm-hmm. a few times apparently I wore it during the pandemic. <laughs> I wore it out. Because of my weight gain, because it's not my size. So then I'm like, well, I'm not going to go bathing suit shopping. No. You can't even use. There's no uh, right. fitting rooms open anywhere. Right. So what I did, this is so sad. I went on Poshmark and eBay, and I just bought the same bathing suit, but a size larger. No, <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's the way to do it, though. Yeah. Well, but I have to say you inspired me. I did? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try. Not to swim. Yeah, to swim. Oh. Yeah. It's really know, kind not? of good. It's it feels good. Yeah, except for my hair. I, I got then you the... got to get then you got to take a shower. Little hack for you. Yeah. So, even if I get like the back of my hair wet outside mm-hmm. of the swim cap and your hair gets damp, mm-hmm. I rinse it and put in a little conditioner, but I don't wash it every oh, time. Oh. That's good. Because it's just too much, you know, our hair, it's too much to be washing it all the time. So you put the conditioner and you just leave it. I rinse my hair out really well, rinse the chlorine out, and then I just put conditioner in. No, and then I rinse out the conditioner. Instead of washing it. But instead of shampoo. Right. Right. And then every few times I do, I use like a clarifying shampoo. Yeah. God. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's too much. But then here's the thing. Like where are we going? We don't really need to like – I know. I know. That's the other thing. Exactly. Do anything. Yeah. But I just hate when my hair is like a a mop on top of my head and it it just – it makes me feel gross. I don't – it reminds me of my childhood for some reason. And then like Natalia's friends will come over. Hi, Mrs. Girl. And I got like my hair is like all in every which way. I always remember my mother – I was always afraid my mom was scaring the other kids because I pictured my mom (laughs) – 
<laughs> my mother was the movie Carrie was out. It was big. Uh-huh. I remember the mom in her nightgown and yes. she's like, you know, damning her to hell and she's got that 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 hair. Yes. That frizzball hair. That's my mom. Like I picture my mom. And even Suzanne goes, Don't she she reminds me of your mom? And I'm like, I know, that's my mother. And then like so now my I feel like that, you know, with Natalia's friends come over. I'm in a pajamas pretty much and my hair is all over the place. I don't know. It just I makes picture me- I oh, that's weird because I've always pictured your mom as being like super put together. She was, but there you know, there are days where she wasn't. I saw the real her and right, that's what right. she would look like. Her hair was so curly and frizzy and yes, but there was a mo- most of the time, yeah, woo, with her shorts and her right, white heels, hayless pumps. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I'm glad I could inspire you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you did. Um, let's let me um, tell you about. First of all, we have a great Patreon this week. In case you didn't listen to Tuesday's show and don't know that mm-hmm. we talked about how how fun the Patreon yeah. is. It got personal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we have fifty dollars subscribers. If you want to be a get a business shout out, just go on Patreon. Uh, patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n and sign up and we'll yes. start shouting out your business um like lisa Demino white who has a new book called bursting with happiness and um it's That's all about nice. like self-acceptance and just finding more joy in your life oh, i love that yeah, and she she's you know, put this book out to make you feel better. So why don't you check it out? She's one of our listeners. Go to Amazon and check out Bursting with Happiness. Oh, that's And give awesome. her a review yes. if you can. Yes. Um, and give her two stars. No, I'm just <laughs> totally kidding, Lisa. Give her five stars. Yeah, give her five stars. And then our girl, Michaela Brennan, it was using her shout out. I mm-hmm. love her for I this. Do too. To bring attention to the LGBT Bar Association and Foundation. Just look it up. Mm-hmm. This girl is spending her own money yes. just to bring awareness to right. this, to fight LGBTQ panic go as read a about defense. It. Just yes. go to LGBT Bar dot org and find out more. Then we got um Kate Marengo. That's my girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she has a girl working for her out he, out in LA, but she also she works out of Chicago. She can help you across the nation. She's got a girl out here, huh? She's got a girl out here that can that will help you like fix up your space. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um Kate, email her at Kate at interior dot com. They have some FCOL Listeners as clients. Yeah. That's great. And then also Jennifer Moncada is Preppy Prodigy, and that's the personalized school and office supplies. And they have so much fun stuff to make – let's enrich your kids' Mm -hmm. learning at home experience. Make it fun. Give them some personalized stuff to make them feel good about doing their schoolwork at home. Thank you cards is the best. Yes. Absolutely. card with your kid's name on it. Yes. That's awesome. Yes, because God knows they won't be learning how to write their name no. during this from online. <laughs> right. Just kidding. They will. <laughs> Preppyprodigy.com. Yeah, that's it. That's nice. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Kaylin. Yeah, thanks, Kaylin. Did All a good right. job. Did the Lord's work today. Mm-hmm. All right, you're a parent now. Don't F it up. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? Whoa, whoa, what? Yeah, that's 15% on top of the money Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your dog to make you breakfast in bed with Belgian waffles and a fresh fruit compote? 
As nice as that sounds, it's probably never going to happen. But at least there's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more.